It's been a while since we checked in with the Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation and Science, Dr. Axel Morenschlager, to discuss all the great conservation work that our zoo is involved with around the world. So happy to say good morning now to Dr. Axel. Hi, Axel. How are you? Good morning. Thank Very you so, well. Thank you. Good. Thanks for joining us. It's been forever, and uh, I know you've got some great stuff to talk to us about, and I, I love the... Uh, you always send us a little bit of a, an information line so that we can have an idea of what you're going to talk about. I love this. Run for the forest. Run. Forest. For the forest. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying hard, you know, because run, forest, run. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, forest, yeah, of course. Gun. We got it. Run for the forest, my... though. But this is a little different. Run. Yeah, it's for the forest. And so what it's about is, uh, I don't know about, about both of you, but a lot of Calgarians have been affected in terms of not being able to travel to other places. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's affected you guys. Too. For sure. Yeah, and, and one of the things about that is we miss it, but others actually miss us just as much. And I think that couldn't be more true than in those sites uh, that depend on ecotourism. Um, in Africa, for instance, ecotourism sites really depend on our money, on our revenue to show up, you know, and see the place. And it's more than about the revenue. It's really interesting. Another thing is that when you bring tourists to, for instance, parks where there's endangered species, it actually helps to deter some of the illegal activities as well, such as poaching or logging of the forest, because the tourists are there and their guides are there. So in the pandemic, a lot of these things aren't happening. And so the question is, how do we support that sort of thing when we can't leave, right? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, go for a run, I, it seems anyway. And this is what uh, has actually happened here just in September. At the end of September, the wild run happened here in Calgary for the uh, 16th time. It's a run that normally runs actually through the Calgary Zoo, but went virtual this time. And uh, it's amazing. All sorts of Calgarians ran uh, across 10 days for uh, 25 kilometers or all at once and it's sold out and it's helped to uh, support our work in Madagascar to save endangered lemurs. Specifically the work for instance that we do with a couple of our partners in Madagascar uh, Biodiversity Partnership and the University of Calgary with whom we've just had a new agreement on the, and this is hard for me always, on the Andela Mahitsi Calgary Zoo Nursery. Ah, so yes. What we have, yes, you know, everybody's heard of that, of right? Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what it is is, is uh, we're trying to regrow the forest for the lemurs and for the people to have benefit from these forests. And so 130,000 trees have actually been planted just in the last two years alone. And what it does is it, it actually brings to the people employment. It brings um, fresh water uh, solar-based electricity. At the same time, it's helping lemurs, such as you can see here at the Calgary Zoo, which is, of course, open, when you go and see the black and white rust lemurs. So running in Calgary has made it possible to help Africa. But it goes beyond that now. Four days ago in Africa was the Wildlife Ranger Challenge. And what this is now is it's Africans running for their lives and for the lives of the endangered species that they care about. It's an initiative that was put on uh, through a new sponsor that we're very happy to have called the Tusk Trust. Um, I really like it for many reasons, but one of them is that Prince William is actually its royal patron. So in some ways we feel very very honored now to have that association. Mm -hmm. But uh, what they recognize is that because of the pandemic, 
basically these rangers, which protect these wild areas, protect the um, endangered species, have had their salaries cut, sometimes their jobs lost, and it leaves their families without income. And the wildlife, you know, vulnerable and unprotected. So uh, it's pretty amazing to run here. And uh, But one of the things is in, in Ghana, where we have the Wichau Community Hippo Sanctuary that we've worked on for 20 years now with local communities. We had the rangers get into motion as well for this challenge. And it's amazing to me because I've been there to think that they strapped 25 kilos into their backpacks and they ran a half marathon in their uniforms in the African heat wow. to support conservation. Yeah, I've, um, I've been there, of course, doing work, but even, even just playing soccer with, uh, with the local school children for 15 minutes, I'm just done. And they, uh, they can run for, you know, a half marathon, but they, they do it because they're so passionate about it. They're helping themselves and they're helping the wildlife that is there. And then if you go east towards Kenya, what happened there under the coordination of, of Donna Shepard, our, our staff member who lives there, is that there the rangers and the school kids and, and some of the local dignitaries ran at 2,200 meters up in the high mountains of Kenya. And they went up and down some of the most treacherous terrain imaginable. And they take such pride. You know, some of them would wear their uh, a uniform that they would wearing a parade with big boots and the whole, you know, mm-hmm. whole, whole gamut. And they they would run through these forests and like a young student ran, the 65-year-old chairman of the Community Forest Associ- Association ran in his everyday street calls. Amazing. There's such passion and there's such unity as, as well across these uh, rangers in Africa. They say that conservation is not a one-man game. And so they see themselves as they put their lives at risk often but unified in this way to gain more money through more partners to make more of a difference and you know it's crucial because for us it basically helps species that we all care about like hippos um protecting the hippos or protecting the beautiful chestnut colored bongo antelope with which has white stripes in the mountains of kenya is almost extinct or or the sititanga which is a a wetland antelope in west africa that only comes out at night and can stick its nostrils out of the water so that it remains undetected. So by running, you help save species by helping rangers that help save wildlife. Amazing. Yeah, let's bring it back local because that run happened, you said, at the end of September in our city. Are there events like this scattered throughout the year that are making a difference that, you know, perhaps don't get the publicity that they deserve? Yeah, very good question. And, and, uh, I don't know, you know, we of course all know about uh, different runs for different, you know, worthy charitable uh, organizations, and, and we should all support those. But in terms of wildlife specifically, um, especially wildlife abroad, I'm not really that familiar. So it's quite special, and especially that it's been going for such a long time. I'm so proud, on the one hand, that Calgarians here, you know, have taken it on, have made a difference. The other thing that's actually amazing is that actually because it went virtual, which sounds like an inconvenience, it actually went wider. So it's actually attracted um, participation from across the country and even increased donations from, you know, for instance, some, some significant news sources in Toronto and such. So sometimes those things that, that you see as, as bad, you know, or, you know, the half glass full or half empty can actually be a blessing perhaps mm-hmm. and, and a new way of doing things. Maybe this is a way for the future and a way to make even more of a difference even after 
you know, all our current difficulties pass. Maybe so. Well, your passion for conservation work is very apparent whenever we speak to you. So thanks so much for joining you, uh, joining us, you joining us this morning. And it, uh, the, the event you talked about or the organization Tusk.org, people can get more information there, right? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Check okay. it out. And, and, uh, and also a big thank you again to you guys, to all the Calgarians, to everyone at the Calgary Zoo, because really it's a team effort, all of us pulling together to make a difference. So thank you, everyone, for supporting wildlife conservation. Thank you, Dr. Axel. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. That's Dr. Axel Morenschlager, the Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation and Science. We call him the Nature Doctor. 717, it's helicopter traffic for West District by Truman, a mix of unique single-family homes, townhomes, and condos. Bridge work continues on McLeod Trail north of Heritage Drive through the southeast. And this morning, there's just two lanes open in that northbound direction. It is causing delays of a couple of minutes. Uh, northbound McLeod Trail still running at about 21 minutes, though, from Highway 22X into downtown. Northbound Deerfoot, you're sitting at about a nine-minute drive from Stony Trail up towards 17th Avenue. And 52nd Street, that's moving smoothly out of New Brighton and Mackenzie Town. But there is construction continuing between Aaron Woods Drive and 23rd Avenue southeast. You can expect lane closures there in both directions until 7. Glenmore Trail, we're also seeing a slight delay around 68th Street. Ongoing construction there has a speed restriction in effect, but it'll only be a small slowdown as you continue out towards Deerfoot. Do you or your child carry an EpiPen? If so, you should know when your device expires. Check the expiry date today and visit your pharmacy to renew. For the 770 CHQR Traffic Helicopter, I'm Brittany Howard.